0: Hello and welcome to Inside Creativity, a podcast to guide you through the beautiful yet challenging process of making the creative projects you dream of. We'll go behind the scenes to explore building creative lives that are good on the inside and creating in a way that is effective, sustainable and joyful. I'm your host, Ilin Love, a creative coach and writer. I live in Sweden, drink lots of tea and I am so glad to dive deep into creativity with you. Hello are you creative! How are you? I hope you're well. I'm well. Coated up here in my armchair and today I want to get into something that is difficult yet very essential. It is making space for your creativity and your creative work and I know that this is something that can be really tricky especially when you are balancing things and um, like a job or family or other things, just general life with your creativity and making the space that you need to work on it, Uh, you need to work on your project can be very difficult. So I wanted to dive into it today. But before we begin, I have one little update, one, one piece of news for you that I want to tell you about. So almost exactly one year ago, I started a creative community called Companions in Creativity. And when I started this, it felt like everything that I have been working on, all my my ideas and my philosophy around the creative life and the creative process, it felt like all of that was coming together into this, this group, this space uh, to support creatives through uh, that I called Companions in Creativity. And now I've run it for a year and I absolutely love it. It feels very much like my my core way of supporting creatives. And the last couple of weeks, I've talked a lot about uh, the Dream Project, my one-to-one creative coaching package. And I absolutely love working one-to-one with creatives as well. But I know that that is a little bit more of a a premium way of working together. It's very in-depth. It's very um, powerful and it's very, um, yeah, it is the the deepest way we can work together. But that's not something that you always need in your creative journey. Uh, and I just feel like companions and creativity is. Um, yeah, it really is the, the, the foundation and the core of, of my work as a creative coach. And then I do one to one coaching when people want to go deeper and more in depth and are at that point in their journey when one-to-one coaching is really, really good and really impactful. So what is Companions and Creativity again? So it is a group coaching community where we have uh, monthly themes and one uh, in-depth two-hour group coaching session per month. We also have uh, co-working hours once a week uh, apart from Uh, group coaching weeks, and we also have resources like my seasonal planning guide. We have a small course uh, that is called the Creative Compass and other little things as well as a chat community. So what I want to say about this is that after having run it for years, this year I've had the doors to the community open all year. So you have been able to join whenever. And I have decided to change that for various reasons. Um, So I am closing the doors for new members at the end of the month. So if you uh, feel like you want some creative support, if you feel like you want to belong to creative community and get my, my support coaching as well in a smaller scale than working one to one with me, but still get that. Yeah, get that support in your creative life, then join before the end of the month before we close the doors to companions and creativity and then it won't open again until the spring so that's just a little update that i wanted to share with you and if you want to read more about it there's a link down in the episode notes or just go to my website ilinlove.com okay so over to the topic of this episode which actually ties a little bit into into what i've been you'll see (laughs) okay so making space for your creativity why is this so difficult well I think that the the biggest reason that is difficult is that it's just you Uh, it's different if it's this project that you're working on with other people then you can sort of get together as a group and you can make a plan and you can hold each other accountable that way but if it's just you It's just your project, you are the one who um, you need to keep it going. You need to uh, believe in your own ideas, all of those things. Uh, You need to make sure that it's a priority and a priority against maybe other people who uh, want you to do other things uh, than spend time on your creative project. It is difficult. I wholeheartedly believe that it is difficult and I see that it is difficult for a lot of people. Even for me as a creative coach who works with creativity, who thinks and breathes creativity, even for me, it's difficult to prioritize my own creative project that is just my own, my uh, novel project uh, alongside like my, my creative business. And so, yeah, it is hard. And uh, if it's hard for me, <laughs> who who really um, yeah, lives this stuff then it's hard for everyone to some degree, I think. Um, So let's dig into it. I think that a way to start, if you want to get better at making space for your creativity, is to start by investigating why you might not be making space for it right now. So there are many reasons why we might not Uh, make the space for creativity that we want to make. There can be things like procrastination, there can be things like fear, overwhelm, those things that make it difficult to work on a project. We have talked about this in earlier episodes as well, how our emotions around a creative project can hold us back from working on that project. So if that's the case for you, then that is something to investigate and dig deeper into and explore uh, and really get to know those feelings and, and yeah see how maybe you can th- think differently and approach your work differently than you are now um, so that you can actually make space for it. Because here's here's what I see. I see that when we are maybe procrastinating on a creative project, then we try to counter that by making good plans. Uh, And we try to counter that by, uh, okay, we're we're thinking it's a scheduling issue. And if it's a procrastination issue, if it's a fear issue, then that goes so much deeper than a scheduling issue. And we're not going to solve it solely by scheduling. Uh, So if you think there's an aspect of uh, filling resistance around your creative project uh, then deal with resistance first uh, because that's going to make the whole process of making space for it easier so dive into that explore uh, what your your own emotions are around your project um, and see if if that's that's a problem for you and if how how you can deal with that so but there might not be those things it might be Um, maybe you are struggling to make space for the project simply because it isn't as big of a priority for you right now. That has been the case for me with my novel um, this past year. So a little recap. I have been working on this novel for a long time. (laughs) I pitched it to publishers. I didn't get an acceptance, but I got some feedback. And I'm now in the stage of... um, Taking it apart again and uh, editing it, editing it's quite, um, yeah, in depth. So it's not just a polishing of the words, but it's changing uh, things within the story. So for me, um, this year, I have had my creative business as my primary focus in my creative life. And uh, that is because I'm still early in my business journey. I have been trying to figure out how to run my business and, um, yeah, nurturing and nourishing my business this year. And that means that the novel hasn't been my first priority. And so that has reflected in that I have not made that much space for it this year. And so I want to acknowledge that... um, sometimes some periods in our lives we're not gonna be able to make as much space for our creativity as we want. Uh, Maybe you just started a new job and that's really intense or maybe you uh, just had a kid or um, maybe you just finished a creative project and you need a little bit of space before working on a new one. Whatever your situation there might be times in your journey where your creative projects aren't as uh, big of a priority and that's okay too, I just want to say that that that's fine as well. If you feel that, okay, f- right now I can't devote as much time and space and energy to my credit projects as I uh, would want other periods uh, to be. So, so just investigate why you're not making the space for your project that you might want to make. Is it a fear or overwhelm aspect to it? Is it just reflecting your priorities or is it something a little bit more practical in that you don't have a habit for it so you intend to, to work on your project but you don't really get around to it because uh, you don't have a routine or a habit or a structure around actually making the time for it. Or perhaps you have a feeling that you can't take that time for yourself um, when there are other things that needs to be done, um, maybe around the house or things where you are um, in, in contact with other people, like um, maybe you're working on something together or maybe uh, it's your job or maybe it's uh, meeting up with friends and family, things like that. And maybe you're struggling to prioritize things that are just for you and, and just for your own joy and fulfillment. And that can be something to investigate as well. So start there. Start with why you think it is uh, hard for you to make space for your creativity. So with that information, when you know that, we come to the more practical uh, part of it. So actually making the space. And and here's where it get, gets practical. Here's where you can bring out your, uh, your um, journal, bring out your calendar and look at your weeks and see, okay, so... Is there a space in my weeks for my creativity? Where could I make that space for my creativity in my weeks? And I always encourage creatives to experiment with this, uh, try different things like, okay, is weekends a good time for your creativity? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, Maybe you like to create early in the mornings before going to work, Maybe it's one evening a week or two evenings a week, things like that. So um, here's where we get practical. Here's where we get um, into the experimentation mindset and have a look at, okay, so what kind of routine or habit could you build around your creativity so that you are making that space for it uh, in your weeks? Uh, However much that might be, it might be a small amount, it might be a large amount. So what I've done this past year, when my novel hasn't been a big focus in my uh, creative life, it hasn't been something that I have uh, been able to devote that much time to, is that I have used our co-working hours within Companions and Creativity. So obviously I run uh, <laughs> this uh, group coaching community, but... We also have our co-working hours where I attend as one of the gang, uh, so we um, show up and work on our respective creative things for an hour uh, once a week or, um, yeah, not the weeks when we have our group coaching, but the other weeks. And uh, it's just one hour and always it flies past very quickly. Um, and. In like in a week, you might not see that. Oh, that hour, I made so much progress in that hour. But looking back on the past year, when I began this year, I didn't really have a plan for. Uh, I had some ideas, but I didn't have a plan for how I wanted to to rewrite and edit my novel. Uh, so that's what I worked on. In the co-working hour during spring, I looked at each scene that I have. Uh, I looked at, OK, so what do I need to change within this, the scenes that I have? Which scenes do I need to actually uh, rewrite completely? What new scenes do I want to add? Which scenes are not going to stay in the next draft? Uh, so I did all that work um, and it didn't go fast, but I did. I made a progress uh, a little bit every week um, with just that one hour and uh, then during summer and now in autumn I have started to to actually edit and rewrite and I'm now uh, 20% into uh, the the draft so it's not it's not a huge amount of of uh, the novel edited but given the fact that I haven't made it a huge priority this year um, I am super super happy about that progress and that just goes to show how much you can actually do with just a little bit of time as long as it's consistent over a longer period of time so that's why i would say even if even if you don't have that much space for creativity in your life just try to find one hour in your week and try to be really devoted to that hour and and tell other people, say that, okay, this hour, this day of the week, I'm going to get home one hour later from work, for example, because I'm going to sit in a cafe um, for one hour. That's something I did with my novel um, when I was working full time and I was uh, have, I had my business and I wanted to um, also have time for my novel. And then I sat one hour uh, after work in a cafe and wrote and that helped as well. So try to find those small pockets of time uh, and try to stick to, stick with them. Try to make them a really nice routine and habit that you want to also stick to and want to come back to um, wherever, whenever they might be in your weeks. Another thing that I would encourage if you're struggling to make space for your creativity is to have some kind of community and accountability around your creativity. So like I said, the, the reason or one aspect of it being difficult uh, to devote yourself to your own creative projects is that it's just you. It's just you, your own motivation, your own dedication that you have to come back to every time. It's easier when you are part of a group and there's that group uh, community, the group accountability in that, okay, we're doing this. So that's why it really helps to do things like take a course or um, things like uh, NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month, which is a monthly challenge, uh, or it's a, it's a challenge that is one month long uh, in November every year. And uh, so people are doing it right now, uh, if you're not familiar with this, and I Uh, I'm watching other people participate in NaNoWriMo and posting about it on Instagram and uh, it's giving me so much inspiration because I have participated in it before and it's not something that I would do now but... Uh, I know the power of that community and the power of the structure that that community gives in that it has trackers, it has a lot of people talking about it, writing about it, um, their YouTube videos, there are all sorts. Uh, So that sense of community around something can be really, really helpful to uh, not just rely on your own motivation, but get that uh, community gentle push as well. So that that is why I uh, that is why I really decided to have a community uh, because I believe so strongly in creative communities in that in both to um, to help see other creatives' uh, struggles and how they tackle them and and be able to to help each other in that way but also that sense of community around our creativity uh, so that we can come back to it and can devote ourselves to it because we have that that community around it i really really believe uh, that that is extremely powerful so look for community wherever uh, however that might look for you it can be uh, creative friends it can be things like social media uh, it can be belonging to different groups it can be taking courses uh, participating challenges things like that and for me it has helped to to again have my co-working hours uh, and that's that's why i i made co-working hours part of uh, the group coaching community as well Uh, to have a spot in the in our weeks where we get together as a community to work on our respective things that really helps that gentle accountability of okay we're all showing up for our creativity this one hour and actually does make a difference. Uh, just, Just one hour. So finally, what I want to say about making space for your creativity is that it really comes back to being dedicated to your creativity. You have to make it a priority in your life to to live a creative life, to be a creative human and to to make creative priorities a part of your life Um, so this is the tricky part again especially if you are um, if you are maybe doubting your own abilities or if you are not sure your ideas are good and things like that if that is coming up for you um, then I know that this is this is difficult but I also know that this is the most fundamental part of um, of actually doing this, to decide and to choose to be dedicated to your creativity and to come back to it and stick with it through the difficult times. It's like any type of dedication. It's like being dedicated to your partner or being de- dedicated to, I don't know, working out, things like that, eating healthy. That is not always going to be easy. There are going to be other things that uh, pull you away from it. And at times you're going to be completely pulled away from it. Um, but your dedication is what brings you back to it. So if you make make the choice to be dedicated to your creativity, there will always be ways for you to find uh, your way back to it and to make it a part of your life and to find a space for it and make the space for it Um the foundation of that is to be dedicated to it and to, to decide that, yeah, this is what I'm going to do in life. Uh, this is something that is important to me. This is something that brings me joy. This is something that is a part of who I am. And I have to make space for that uh, because otherwise I won't live in alignment with who I am. So, yeah, making that choice and making that choice over and over again Um I think is really the foundation of making space for your creativity. If you feel like, "Mm, it's fun, it's nice, uh, but I don't care that much. Or if you have that mindset around it, uh, it's going to be difficult to make space for it. Uh, So yeah, make the choice. Be dedicated and decide that creativity is something that you want to be a part of your life. Learn what helps you, stick with it. Uh, and keep doing that. Keep coming back to that. Keep reminding yourself of how you make creativity part of your life. However, that looks for you. So. That is what I wanted to say about making space for creativity. Again, I know that it can be tricky. It sounds like it shouldn't be that tricky. <laughs> Just put it in the calendar. Uh, but I also know that it is tricky. Uh, like I said, it's tricky for me as well. Even if I'm a creative coach, even if I'm living a creative life, it's tricky for me to to make my own novel uh, work a priority alongside everything else that I do um, in my creative coaching business. and. And other things as well. So uh, that was all. I hope that you have a lot of space for creativity in your life, and I hope that you continue to find space for it in your life. And I hope you have a really nice rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to help more creatives find it, make sure you leave a rating and a review or send it over to a friend. If you want to dive deeper into my work of coaching, guiding, and supporting creatives, head over to my website, elinlove.com. That is E-L-I-N-L-O-O-W.com. And until next time, remember there is space for you and your creativity.